Jesus. Knowing is Jesus. It's Jesus in my soul. For I have touched the hem of his garment and his blood has made me whole. I've tried to do all I could and it seemed like nothing did me any good then I met Jesus he was passing by then I decided to give him a try oh it is Jesus knowing it's Jesus, it's Jesus in your soul. Hallelujah this morning. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are in us, that you are directing us. I bless you and I give you the glory. And I give you the honor. And I give you the praise. I don't know where that song is going to fit in with what is on my heart. But as soon as I pressed the microphone to begin recording, that song hit me. I want to give God the glory for all that he has done. And for all that he continues to do. To him be the glory the honor and the praise. Today is a Saturday. Saturday, I think it is April 18th. I hope I got that correct. <laughs> but I want to thank him. And I know that the podcast is usually done within one week. But as I've oftentimes said that I cannot speak unless I'm unctionized because I do not under any circumstance want to give you Colleen. I want to give you the Holy Spirit. I want to give you thus said the Lord God Almighty. Is it a possibility that I did not posture my heart during the week past? Because today would be a week and two days since my last podcast. And I did ask the Holy Spirit to enable me to always have a word. At least one podcast for the week. Sometimes he gives me two or three. But yesterday someone reached out to me and she said, Colleen, what's happening to the podcast? My friend in Florida, Charmaine. And it could have been that I did not posture my heart correctly because I did promise that I was going to do it Friday night. But then what happened? I stayed up 
too late <laughs> to 3 a.m. watching uh, many detective shows. And so when my heart is not posture, it's not easy to deliver a word. No, there is a difference with me being always ready to give a word in contrast to this type of podcast that is very specific and very direct. But the word that the Holy Spirit gave to me is silence is powerful. Silence is powerful. And I had an experience yesterday. I called the government office and you know when you call in government office, how that goes. It was an important matter. And so it was Friday. I called and I waited for one hour and 40 minutes before I got a response. Usually it would take 45 minutes to 50 minutes. But because of short staff and what is presently happening, the response came one hour and 40 minutes later. Two minutes into the conversation, I heard on the other end, hello, hello, hello. And I'm like, I'm here, I'm here. Because she went to check the information to come back. And I'm saying, I'm here. Do you know what happened after the line went dead? I closed my eyes. I didn't want to get angry. Then I made another call again. This time I waited for two hours and 15 minutes. It was Friday. It was By then it was 3.30. And I knew the government office, <laughs> they might be closed at two, but I just, it, it, there was something about the call and you know, the, the line was engaged. But I remember when it was 3.15, I said, God, I can't do this anymore. I can't wait anymore. I said, I'm going to give them 15 minutes. And so I got up and I went to get some food to eat. And I'm watching the time and I said, okay. I saw 3.28 and I said, I have the phone in front of me. And I said, as soon as 3.29 comes in, I'm going to prepare myself. Because the moment 3.30 comes, I'm going to shut it off. Because I'm not going to, because my mind was getting bewildered. 3.29 in a motion of preparation to turn it off. The wait was too long. Someone answered the phone. I could not believe it. I could not believe it. That in the moment of solitude, silence, when for two hours and 15 minutes, I am not hearing anything on the other end. But God was hearing me. He was hearing me. In the silence of the moment, when it seems maddening and frustrated, God was hearing me. What are the possibilities that God has said 3.30 and I'm watching it, 3.28, 3.29 and I'm in motion as soon as 3.30 comes to cut it off. So there is something about silence. Silence, by definition, implies mute. There is no speech. There is nothing going on. I know that we live in 
a world of democracy where according to our constitution under amendment one it says that there that congress shall make no law repeating sorry congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or the abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or the right of the people peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievance. So understand that the culture that we are in, we have democracy and we thank God for democracy. But everyone seems to have something to say, even when they don't have to say anything always and we are constantly bombarded with people whether it's friend family member someone who always seem to have something to say even when they should be silent we know that many children fit this description because their minds are eager and they just always have something to say and that is understandable because their minds are developing. Democracy is good. But there is a moment, there's a time of silence that is important. No, I'm by no means associating with those countries where democracy is reserved only for the government. Not at all. But I'm talking about an appreciation where democracy allows us. But I'm speaking to the believer right now. I'm speaking to the children of God. But there is a time and a season where silence before God is powerful. And as I thought about it yesterday, my mind went to Psalm 22. And I'm going to be skipping through sections of the verses But it began, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And why are you so far from me? So far from words, hallelujah. And it went on to say, but I am a worm and not a man. He went on to say that from birth, I was cast upon you. From my mother's womb, you have been my God. Do not be far from me, for trouble is near. It says, many bulls surround me. It went on, it says, I am poured out like water. It says, my heart was turned to walks. It says, dogs have surrounded me. Oh, glory be to God. And so the writer kept on talking and talking. And from verse 1 all the way to verse 21. There was constant talking, constant bewailment, constant heartbreak, just talking and talking. But then at verse 22, there was a change. And I believe that somewhere along the path, there was silence. Because in the solitude of the moments, God will speak. The Holy Spirit will direct. 
when we think nothing is happening, but when we give God a moment, and I take it here at verse 22 all the way to the end of 31, there is a change in the tone. There's a change in the attitude. It says in verse 22, I will declare your name to my brothers. In the congregation, I will praise you. You who fear the Lord, praise him. Verse 25, I'm skipping through. From you comes the theme of my praise in the great assembly. Hallelujah. 27 says, all the ends of the earth will remember and turn to the Lord. And all the families of the nation will bow down before him. For dominion belongs to the Lord and he rules over the nations. 29, all the rich of the earth will feast and worship. All who go down to the dust will kneel before him. Those who cannot keep themselves alive. Oh God, verse 20, 31, the end. They will proclaim his righteousness to a people yet unborn. For he has done it. So I believe that somewhere in the transition of 21 to 22, that some, something happened. She, in, the writer could not have gotten that insight, that revelation, unless there was some means of silence. Recently, I was listening to a program and the young lady said that she has been mute for a long time. And now no longer is she going to mute herself. But I want you to look at what transpired, that she was on a period of silence. And then in that moment, God spoke to her. Her silence was probably for months and years. Afraid of speaking, afraid of saying, afraid of stepping out. And during that time of silence, God said it was over and it ended. I believe that for many of us, we have not gotten the results that we need because we keep talking, we keep talking, we keep talking. We can't be healed from what is happening because we keep watching, analyzing, dissecting based and men's interpretation based on what those who have no relationship with God, what they're saying. I believe we are becoming disheartened because we have focused less on the word of God that speaks to us. So this morning, I'm encouraging you. Let there be a moment of silence before God. As you undergo changes that are not good, that you seem not good for the present time, practice to be silent before him. And let the Holy Spirit speak to your heart. Let the Holy Spirit minister to you. And it was easy to call and to pour out. But can you pour out to God and then just wait? Can you pray and then wait? Can you read the word of God and then wait? Just wait. I'll wait on you. The song I think Winnie the Bynum has done that I'll wait on you. I'll wait. Let's just wait. Let's, let's go back to the period of waiting. 
God is not interested in our gibberish and our, in our talks. He wants us to listen. To listen. Some years ago, I was asked to minister at a church. And as I was ministering, I heard the Holy Spirit said, you would need to shut up. Wasn't talking to me. Some of you need to shut up. You need to shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. You keep talking. This took place eight years ago. You need to shut up. You need to stop talking. And at the end of it, the pastor came. And she said, I just want to confirm your word. That I was in prayer. I'm not going to call her name. And the Holy Spirit said to me, and she placed her name, that you would need to shut up. You would need to shut up. And so I'm just saying to someone, practice solitude. And hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to you in this time. It's, there is power in silence. And he confirmed that to me yesterday when I had to wait for so long. I'm sorry. It may seem insignificant to you, but it was powerful to me. When I thought no one was hearing when I thought I was going to lose it, when I thought I couldn't take it anymore, that he showed up. Showed up. The last minute before the two hours and 15 minutes ended and I said I couldn't wait. He showed up. He wants to show up in many of your lives. He wants to. But you've got to give him that opportunity to speak to your heart. Father, I present your children. Speak to them like no one else can and reassure them in the solitude of the moment that you are present help in the time of trouble. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you again for tuning in to the Voice of Prayer. Be blessed in Jesus' name. <laughs>